that's enough of that. That's enough of that. We've all heard good music. We don't need to hear any more. <laughs> you can just go over to Robert oh, yeah. John Collins's website and listen to it all for free. After you, after you, after you've paid him, obviously, then it then it would be free afterwards. You, you, yeah, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Deductionist Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a good afternoon to Board, who is super excited for Pipes Two. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, my, I've, the, the reason I've been very quiet on posting on the Deductionist channel is because I've been hard at work building omniscient insights from the ground up, like uh, learning how to do the websites and copywriting and all of this kind of stuff. And yeah, I've, I've made a follow on to Pipes Problems and Reading People called Pipes Ooh. 2. Yeah, I thought I'd take a very kind of movie title approach to it and not beat around the bush so people know exactly what they're getting into. <laughs> and um, I mean, yeah, we, that... we called it Pipes enough. We did. We did. It, and it caught on. It caught on. Yeah. And like with, with Pipes Problems and Reading People, it was born out of like, uh, I had this idea for a really kind of douchey way of, uh, of a, it was originally in my head, was a professional inductive process. But it, it, it would stay as PIP. <laughs> in that way pip became pipes pipe became pipes pipes became pipes problems and reading people and oh then my it just god went back say to... that say that as fast as you can that's ten no, times I can't. <laughs> I can't i can't do it i can barely say my own it's name bad, every now bad. and again <laughs> that particular stage. <laughs> so uh how are you doing sir i realize we've done all this but it's kind of a positive Very thing well. to, that we do it in front of other people as well which is not something you say out of the permissions of your bedroom too um <laughs> I'm very well, thank you, mate. I'm very well. How is good, good. yourself? Good, good. I'm I, know you, I, know, I know you've been very busy doing yeah. doing a lot of things. Well, like, I am so not a video editor. I'm so not. Like, it's, you are, you're, it's what, you're good. You're good, man. You're good. Look, I, I appreciate the delusion. I mean the compliment um, <laughs> in, in that way. But, like, it's, it's like when people talk about singing. You know, I, I always like to say... I can't sing, but I will sing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so people, people know what they're getting into it. And it was like, so with this, I'm not a video editor. I know how to edit a video. Yeah. If, if I'm like that, I'm like that with food. Um, <laughs> I don't need any more food, but I will eat more anyway. I, <laughs> I, I know exactly where you're coming it's from. Mate. Already exactly in where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, by, by the end of, by the end of today, uh, and starting this countdown at yesterday, I uh, will have made 60 shorts from scratch. Uh, nice. I realize there are AI services that can do a lot of that for you. Um, I, I am, I don't have, I live in England. I'm not flush enough to buy that kind of thing. <laughs> Who can buy that? Like, I was talking to, um, I was talking to Jim Wenzel. Um, who is uh, is is one of the colleagues at at the Integris Solution, which is uh, uh, my security startup, and yeah. uh, it was it was talking about the uh, the paid version of a project management system called Slack. I don't know if you know it, but it's it's a system called Slack. That's okay. where all the if you've got a, if you've got an online business with with employees scattered around the world, it's the mm. easiest way for everyone to kind of get together and stay on point with everything that you've been working on. Uh, and he was talking about right. using using a paid version of Slack because messages uh, delete after ninety days; you can't go back to them. I was like, okay. wait, when it's less of a challenge to eat food, then I will look into upgrading uh, my apps, <laughs> my app service in that particular way. <laughs> Until that time, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> ninety days is fine. That's that's more than enough time. In, in, yeah. in that, in that that's the whole point of what you do. <laughs> Tell, tell him you're insulted. Tell him you're insulted, sir. <laughs> Just ask, ask me for the message. I'll find it. Date, time, whatever. Yeah. It'll be in here. It'll be in there somewhere. I mean, it's one of those where you I'm laughing, but it's probably slack. true. <laughs> that's, that sounds like a, a kind of an oxymoron, an upgraded slack. <laughs> what I call him. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> like if your dick answered back, yes. What? <laughs> um, oh, you're going to get a downgraded slap. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of the in between us. Anyway, so have you heard what's going on in the world? 
Yeah, you well, you've just informed me that I I need to say yeah. goodbye to my loved ones uh, <laughs> and say, you know, take take Rosette out to the field where I'll propose to her before I jaunt off into the into the sunset. That's it. <laughs> followed by cannon fire and me ducking in some sort of trench and writing poetry. We've got to start with peace, brother. <laughs> peace, brother. So <laughs> You nobody will get that. It's a private joke. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but but so for those of you that don't know, um, the long and short of it is uh, the head of the British Army has spoken about the possibility for uh, uh, bringing uh, conscription in. Now, in terms of everybody kind of going, ah, we're all going to die, and not really listening to what he was saying. It is a consideration in terms of its impending happening. Not, not, not no, 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 not, not at yeah. the minute. But this is what led to the idea for for today's episode in terms of the benefits of spotting logical fallacies in this particular way. But it kind of got me thinking, right? Mm. The, the the kind of basics of his point was that because our army is so small compared to Russia's, that if if it all kicks off. We're fucked, <laughs> right? Because I mean, we pretty much are. <laughs> yeah, we they, are tiny in comparison. They've got just shy of two million, and the last the last count was we're hitting about seventy five thousand. In mm, yeah, which those numbers oh, we're, we're are not good, short. right? They're, they're not no. good. In, no, but then it, right. it, you you start to explore the logic of the scenario, and I'm I'm trying to explore this on information I don't have. Right, so <laughs> I'm I'm just exploring it as 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 concepts in that way. Yeah. These people that work in the military and the army and in politics will know so much more than I or you because they keep it to themselves and they lie to the rest yeah. of us. Which sounds like a tinfoil hat kind of statement to make. <laughs> but it's bloody true, isn't it? Let's well, be fair. We have no we have no choice but to look at it from the Joe public angle because that's that's all we are at this point. That's the most fairest way of describing our position. Muy preciso. Anyway. So uh, I I sneezed, sorry. Um um, I I said very precisely. Um so the whole kind of thing got me thinking, right? If we're talking about conscription, is it conscription a la World War Two when it was eighteen to forty one year old Mm. males? and males only or if we're living in this truly kind of diverse and equal scenario is it just 18 to 41 year olds everywhere <laughs> right everywhere yeah. in this yeah. way where where does that where does that lie uh, you know and if it is like take um take one of our friends who is armies in his blood you know the military's in his blood yeah. gener- generationally speaking and he's tried uh, a couple of times to get in, and both of his times have been rebuked, you know, rebuffed mm. in that way. Are they really going to want <laughs> you know, guys like you and me who'd be like, so this is a gun, cool, what do I do with it? <laughs> I pulled the pin out of the grenade, what do I do with the pin? <laughs> throw, throw, throw! No, not straight up in the air! <laughs> I threw the pin! Right? <laughs> <laughs> you want to say if this is the case, Mister Head of the Army guy, who's apparently one of the greatest strategic minds that we have at the minute, maybe you've not thought this all the way through. No. And you know when when Captain Cage Fighter from Russia, who's been training with bears since he was two, is going to get to the mainland and see all of us going. No, you can't come in. I've not had me Greg's and me morning coffee yet. <laughs> You know those adverts you see of the—is it the Royal Navy? Of uh, it, it's it's usually just um, the enemy camp in darkness, yeah. and it'll be like panning across this camp, and then you'll see a dark bush, and a pair of eyes will suddenly open up as it shows <laughs> our men moving through, painted up in the darkness, and then it'll say, "Join the army." Have you got what it takes? That kind of thing. But with us, that would just be. You know, someone's sat nav going off. Make a make a right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the eyes and the paint and whatnot. And then somebody yeah. put a vape pipe in their mouth. Just a big yeah. plume of smoke coming out. Oh, 
I can smell strawberry bubblegum. The enemy is that way. <laughs> you just hear someone. You just hear some young lads shout, "Give me a oh yeah!" <laughs> They're coming. That's what she said. <laughs> Boom! We win the war! Yay! But like, fire! I'm not firing. I clock off. Like, I, I know if 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 they pull conscription from uh, back from the kind of qualities from back then, which they very likely won't, right? Mm. But if they do, there there is no option to refuse. If you refuse, you go to jail. Right? Sounds safer. Exactly. So, like I've 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 said before, talking about all of these these I forget which generation Y or Q or whatever the fuck they are now. I don't know, but they're they're mm. the younglings. You know, the kind of seventeen year eighteen year olds who have spoken about this before. Going, why would you say no? And like, honey, you can't say no. You can't say no. <laughs> but like, I. I would like to like if they, if they offered me the choice, you know, like cake or death. Um, I would I would choose I would choose cake in that scenario in the sense they go go to war or go to jail. Lock me up, mate. I'm off to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go over there just to die for you guys. Because if I go yeah, over yeah. there, that is what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and if, if if they attack and win, then you know what am I? I'm their mate. If they find me in jail here, <laughs> exactly. He, he's an arsehole too. Let's keep him. <laughs> that's fine where, yeah, where are we going to go to find all the people that will very quickly defect prison, amazing <laughs> I'm the enemy's backup army <laughs> so anyway it just kind of got me thinking about the whole mess in that it is at the minute it, the, the, the masses of which I am a part of is that the proper English? The masses of which I am a part. The 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 mass. I am a part of the masses of which I am speaking yeah. about in that way. I kind of got see what I mean. I'm fucking tired, right? <laughs> there, there seems to be a kind of when this whole uh, political conversation or war conversation or whatever it is, nobody stops to listen. Mm. In that way, the critical thinking goes out the bloody window. And there was a when when I, I saw about this uh, conscription element uh, online yesterday, I got lost in a rabbit hole of just watching video after video of, of talking about this. And then it came to Prime Minister Question Time. And it was so you've got everyone on this side and the Tories on this side, right? So Prime Minister's getting asked these questions. Someone will ask, I mean, someone will hurl insults, sure, and then ask a question. He, will not answer the question. Someone will say something, he'll insult and ask another question. He says something else that isn't even related to the question. I'm like... <laughs> I have three sugars in my tea. Like, yes, rather but, than... Uh, how are we tackling the war in Ukraine, sir? Yeah, rather than keep yeah. going back and forth on different questions, if somebody was just switched on enough to say, well, you didn't answer my question... <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then ask him the question again. Now he says something else. Okay, that's lovely. You didn't answer my question. Yeah, <laughs> right. You, you, you didn't. You didn't answer my question. You know, so to kind of open this critical thinking element out when it comes to observations is a very Sherlockian connection, but it's just got parallels yeah. to uh, uh, to to the particulars of the moment, like. When you uh, when you see um, some of the stories, I'm not going to cite them all uh, at the minute because that's sixty of them, and we ain't going to have time for that. But there was there was ain't some nobody got of, time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> um, insert that reel in here and that lovely little soundbite. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's moments towards the end after. You know the the criminal or the wrongdoer has been caught, and there is the 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 appeal to emotion, right? There's, and essentially, what's happening with the uh, the appeal to emotion? It's it's designed to tug at your heartstrings and emotional qualities being antagonistic to clear reasoning, as Sherlock would say. It is it is one of those things where it is designed to make people overlook facts or evidence or you know 
the the receipts that people bring to these kinds of scenarios right you think of um you think of ads for charity yeah every every advert for charity comes on they don't just go can we have some of your money so we can go over and buy these folks dinner because they haven't got enough to eat yeah it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that yeah. way. And and like it, it, at the end of these kind of stories, you know, yeah, you gotta let me go. I, I like I was just trying to get revenge, or I was just trying to steal back what was stolen from me, and and these types of these types of uh, uh, indignant responses are yeah. an appeal to are an appeal to emotion. So, in in order to protect yourself from something like that, and protect is a bit of a loaded word. Because I don't mean that this appeal to emotion is going to have you killed at the end of the day. It's not. It's <laughs> it's it's a logical flaw. But in order to protect yourself from being um, uh, uh, manipulated by it, influenced by it in mm. that way, right? It, you would be wise to first of all know that it exists, right? To to to, to simply acknowledge it is to give it more of a place in your scope of focus, your scope of reasoning in that way. So if I was to say to you things like, um, you know, if I've, if I'd wronged you in some way, I don't know, I drank your last Guinness or so, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, some scenario. A duel, a duel we will have now. <laughs> I'm imagining Robin Hood men in tights. Oh, God. Um, but like for, for me to say something like, um, you know, uh, dude, how long have we been friends? We've had so many adventures together. We've had loads of fun and this type of thing. And then draw that back to the situation of your current feelings with regard to your Guinness. I'm blatantly appealing, appealing, appealing to your emotions in that particular situation. So if if you are at least aware <laughs> that that kind of ploy exists, yeah. you can better Remember that go... time that uh, you gave me a kidney. I drank your Guinness, and uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> It was really good of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Do you remember that time I got you off that murder charge? Oh. <laughs> no! <laughs> Those Teletubbies were stalking me for years. Um, In but my this, mind. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing when it comes to anything that can, that can uh, uh, influence the <laughs> Pascal. What kind of adventure? Well, one of the adventures. I don't, let me put. Would you like to know? Let, let me let me put the, let me put the comment on the screen. Um, so uh, one of the adventures that we went on uh, was down to uh, an army base in Devon. For for oh yeah, yeah yeah, and we're driving. And it's from where we are. It was like what was it? Like a five hour drive, six hour drive, something sure, like that. that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a long, long drive. Rush hour yeah. time as well. Oh God! In the middle of Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, like it, it led it led to a kind of it led to a kind of phrase. It was a phrase, it, but it led to a kind of in joke with us two that whenever we were waiting for anything, it was always off. Oh, that way we got, yeah, yeah. Fuck Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> and it was nothing against Birmingham. Just at one point, there was a lot of traffic, and it yeah. kind of stuck with us. Um, bloody spaghetti junction. Bloody spaghetti junction. Anyway. So we do uh, we do this army base performance and we get some filming done, and um, we, uh, we we're driving back, and um, I I am op I am operating the sat nav on my phone. I am driving, and then these blue lights come on. <laughs> so pull over. Oh great, here we go. <laughs> and the 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 woman snooty cow she was. Um, I mean, I, I'm I was in the wrong, but she was a snooty cow. Like that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. That she, doesn't, she was just fucking taking the piss. Yeah, that doesn't take away from that. But anyway, so yeah. uh, I, I got in the back seat, and um, <laughs> he performed. <laughs> well, I did. I, I did. <laughs> at the end of the day, we won't know. say in what way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got out of the car, pulled my trousers up. Now um, <laughs> you were crying when you came back. You said, I know. I'm bleeding. Yeah, I never ask questions. Both through my eyes, which was weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm in the back seat, and like uh, we were we were kind of talking about the 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 charge and what I could do to avoid it and whatnot. And I was like, you, you just say your spiel because 
like I could call the leg wear out. I've got nothing to stand on. This is I was using my <laughs> I was using my phone. You yeah. patently saw me use my phone. There's no excuse. Just get your riot act red. And she was like, "What are you doing down here?" I was like, "Oh, I was performing on the army base." Uh, and uh, what it what what do you do? That led to the obvious and whatnot. Uh, and yeah, so no fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 fine. And uh, as, uh, as I, we were doing a charity. Yeah. <laughs> do you want? Do you want us to go back and tell the army base that well, their entertainers just been fined? Think, think of it that. Think of it that way. Magic in that scenario was an appeal to the. Well, it was mentalism in that scenario. Was was an appeal to emotion. Yeah. Right. How like for how often we see them on TV all this megging time? How often do you bump into somebody, regardless of the context? regardless of the context, who is a magician or a mentalist or, you know, something along those lines. Not very. So your emotions are inflamed. Intrigue carries it out. And that situation ended up for me pretty <laughs> darn good. Pretty darn good. It, it, it was awkward afterwards when you reversed back into her car quite violently and then drove off at oh, 60. Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think ever finds it. Yeah, because afterwards we pulled into the service station, and we we thought we we thought you know she, she'd followed us, and we ran across this bridge so she couldn't find us. She was she was no she was nowhere to be seen. She wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, 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 Pascal's confused. Mentalism was the was the appeal to uh, emotion in that scenario. She was the the emotion being um, intrigue. Right, mm. Which might be more of a feeling. The the emotions connect to it would be more specific to this person in that particular scenario. But the it's simply acknowledging that that type of thing exists. You are better equipped to critique, uh, 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 you know, the particulars of its moving parts in that way. You know, like yeah, you see you see it all the time on TV with with a with a father character and a young and a young daughter. It's normally in America where the young daughter goes. Daddy, and uh, the dad knows in that scenario that he's going to be a few hundred bucks lighter as a, as a result of whatever words fall out of her face afterwards because he's not got the recourse to go. Nope, because <laughs> yeah. uh, daddy's little girl in that scenario, you know. Yeah. So the, these these are the things that we're talking about. If you can learn a little bit more about the process of logical analysis the process of logical fallacies the process of of logical breakdowns of information and the way these kind of influential practices are brought into uh, are brought into uh, the, the the kind of conversation or or exploration of observation <laughs> information that you see yeah. <laughs> i'm so tired I'm so tired. <laughs> I think I should have done this podcast from my ice bath outside. It would have woken me up. <laughs> How is the ice bath going? Have you have you tried oh. your your rum barrel? Yes, I was I was in there. Yeah. I was in there the other. Let me. Sh I've I've pimped it out a little bit as well. Let me see if I can show you. Um, pimped it. Out. Have you graffitied yeah. this motherhooker? Oh, very so, cool! No, I, I fitted a couple of underwater. Like I say fitted. I, I I bought a couple of underwater lights and dropped them in. Like so, <laughs> that's that's it. Like I was I was about to try and elevate my DIY status, which is quintessentially piss poor. Um, in that scenario, <laughs> whenever DIY needs to be completed in this house, it's either I call the man of the house, my wife. Or we have uh, <laughs> we 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 have who we call like our surrogate dad, which is Gary, <laughs> DIY dad in that in that scenario, which is Gary. Call dads, call the dads. Well, that's it. When when my when my walking pad broke uh, for my treadmill, I said, Gary, appeal to, appeal to emotion. Right, <laughs> please. Yeah, my 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 DIY dad's a little bit different. He just sort of does it without you asking. I, I needed some gutters cleaning uh, uh, last last summer, and I had the ladder. I just needed someone to hold it at the bottom. I don't want yeah. my neighbours come watch me, and yeah. I don't want them to see that I've sent my little old dad up to clean my gutters. <laughs> so I go inside to make us a brew. I come outside. I don't know. He's already up there. The ladder. 
I could see the ladder wobbling outside the window. And I was like, fucking hell, is he not holding that? That could get an... He's, he's up the top with a brush. Fucking going for it. <laughs> I was like, God's sake. Having, having met your dad, like I, I, I think him and mine are very similar in the fact that they <laughs> are they are tornadoes that will not be contained. <laughs> right? I'd if love they to wanted... see him on the pitch. Oh, come on! That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Jackass right? in a trolley. <laughs> you... oh, mate. Like a like a like a fantasy stag do, but your dad's leading the charge. <laughs> With like an inflatable dick on his head or whatever it is. <laughs> Traffic cone or something like that. He's that small, it would disappear over him. It'd just be a moving traffic cone. Oh, it'd be like the well, toys from Toy putting. Story. That's amazing. Oh my god, a real life sourcing hat. <laughs> so that's that's appeal to emotion. Right, that's appeal to emotion. Yeah. You you could argue that social media is built the videos and the the, the re, you know the kind of requirement of subscribing is built on an appeal to emotion. In that, if it is that the video itself or the podcast makes you feel something, and then somebody at the end says like, subscribe, hit the bell, and all that kind of shit, you are more inclined <laughs> to do it because you have had your emotions played with in that scenario. There's the positive uh, affinity that you connect to the other person so that's that's appeal to emotion we've got another one for you um which is ad hominem ad hominem that's exactly where i went in my head as well um (laughs) so this is uh, here's a breakdown of it word for word instead of attacking the argument itself this fallacy attacks the person who presents it it's like discrediting a scientist's research because they once wore a funny hat and not addressing the science at all. Ah, right, okay. So a lot, basically bring forth their distraction technique. Speak it aloud. Perfect, Perfect mate. It, it, is, it is like... Um, uh, how, much, how much can you know about detective work when you're not a policeman? That kind of thing. Oh, thank you. See that? Didn't even ask. Vimto. <laughs> totally Vimto. For reals. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Pascal would be proud of me. Varouge. <laughs> um, uh, but th- this is what we're talking about in that way. So when when you think of it in a in a uh, uh, in, in a Sherlockian sense. Trump, uh, Trump techniques as well. Uh, Pascal, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into Trump in a minute. You know, fist first, but um, we're, we're gonna get, we well, <clears throat> I'm having a real bad time speaking today. Right, I'm having a real bad time. It's not like my job is predicated on that at all. <laughs> I'm just waiting for your head plant the keyboard. <laughs> there was a there was a video I saw earlier. I'm side note. We'll come back to ad hominem in a second. But there's a video that cracked me up earlier. <laughs> it's a sound effect of uh, um, like somebody playing with something electrical, you know, and you get the and that, yeah. that's pr- that's pretty much all it was. And it was captioned. Uh, when the years of three hour, uh, three hour sleeping nights and coffee catch, catches up on me, and this woman's messing with, you know, uh, putting the laundry away and folding a bed, bed sheets and whatnot, and then you just hear that, and she goes, <laughs> and that's what it's going to be. That's it. Halfway through this podcast, I'll be like, can I talk it? <laughs> <laughs> Down. Oh, I, w- I won't power down that slow. <laughs> I'd be out, mate. I would be out. I, I, I think I'm on the same track, but I think I started powering down at 30 years old. And, yeah. you know, obviously coming up to 34 now, I'm still in that power down mode. It's just sort mm. of... Bleh, 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 bleh. Next year, it'll be... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Have you started you making like noises when you get out of a chair yet? Oh, all the time. <laughs> From my own mouth or my arse, which one do you... <laughs> Either. <laughs> Either, mate. <Or> both. <laughs> Either way, it's a slip of the tongue. Uh, anyway, so the thing with ad hominem is it can go either way, 
you know, in, in yeah. that scenario, there is there is um, a distraction method by ruination of the person themselves, so the words aren't listened to, or yeah. a- accenting qualities about the person themselves, so the words are listened to in that way, you know? And this was going to be the segue into the Trumpisms because you get a lot of the, well, you know, I'm prime minister or I'm president or I'm king or whatnot. Therefore, I must be reputable. Therefore, I must yeah. be upstanding. In <laughs> it's when the countries go, nope, <laughs> your ad hominem bullshit doesn't work on me. <laughs> but we've 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 spoken about this before uh, with the nature of people talking about certain things. You know, you see it a lot in uh, in in uh, behavioural analysis. Oh, this person must be onto something because they have fourteen billion followers. Doesn't mean doesn't mean anything <laughs> in that way. If somebody's saying something stupid, they're saying something stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And the 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 flip side is too, and that is true in that scenario. Like, I've the the one I've seen a lot is. Uh, uh, like personally, people uh, trying to discredit the things that I'm talking about because of the way that I look. Like if it was that I was sat, I sat here with a with a suit on, clean shaven and whatnot, both on my face and on my head, uh, and no tattoos, no jewelry of any kind, then it presents mm. an image that is less. Uh, 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 sorry, that is more of a challenge to be attacked than this one of me wearing, you know, uh, my my top that I love, or you know, being covered in tattoos and whatnot. It is how much of a of a credibility can this person bring because they look like X, Y, and Z in that scenario. Yeah. In the same way that when the the ad hominem reaches a kind of middle ground where it should be questioned. And personal trainers face face this a lot, uh, in that personal trainers are believed to be, you know, the kind of beacons of physical fitness, uh, in that way. But yeah, if they had that much time to work on themselves, then they're clearly not taking that many clients, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but remember the remember the place that we used to work, and uh, when uh, DA started doing the was it the Cambridge stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the was it the sachets and what have you in the yeah. meal plans? Yeah, the, uh, and, he was, and he was and he was talking about you know health benefits this and I'm losing loads of weight that and we were all yeah but you've you've had a you've had a gastric band. you had a band yeah what the fuck yeah. <laughs> do we get that with it is that is, is that part is, of the is Cambridge diet is a Cambridge diet like a side order. Yeah, and and this is this is what we're saying in that way. If you are aware that an ad hominem distraction method for logical fallacies exist, mm. then you are better equipped to to put aside, you know, the the esteem of talking to somebody who's in the upper upper echelons of society, and just listen to what they're saying, or you know, uh, somebody who is lower lower class, but they're saying something smart. You know, just to focus on what the what is being described in that scenario, it is like getting lost in visual bias. In that way, yeah, it's getting like like if I was to give you a, an an analogy of sorts, can you imagine? Um, I mean, I'm sure somebody like this must exist, right? But can you imagine like the the typical sort of Instagram girl who only focuses on squatting has an OnlyFans, you know, this kind of stereotype that I'm trying to, you know, that would kind of twizzle their how, hair and how did you know about my OnlyFans? Chew, chew on chewing <laughs> gum. I'm, you, I'm your only subscriber, that's why. Um, <laughs> you just pay so well, <laughs> but but this person then uses all of those platforms to talk about things that are the other end of the scale, right? She uses her OnlyFans yeah. to talk about her latest research in some kind of scientific document or, you know, the, the, the I'm, think, I'm trying to think polar opposites of some kind of spectrum that exists, right? So if you see somebody who's in a research lab, you don't immediately think, bet she's got an OnlyFans. Or if you saw a stripper, you don't immediately think, bet he, she's got a PhD, See what I did there? See what I did? Yeah. Um, 
in in that kind of scenario. But this is what we're talking about: the ad hom the ad hominem properties. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what have I forgot. Pascal's going to subscribe to your OnlyFans. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. This isn't a joke. Do it now. <laughs> but this I, is what I'm saying. I will send you. I will send you limited pictures, limited edition. Find them. Lim 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 don't you worry. Lim limited pictures. Lim um. <laughs> Say your limp dick pictures. <laughs> limp dick pictures. That's something else, mate. That's something else. <laughs> We're sidetracking. I'm going to bring it back. If if you are at least aware then that these kind of ad hominem properties exist, then you stop looking at the kind of aesthetic veneer of somebody else and you can focus better on 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 thoughts, words, actions, you know, that what yeah. what they are actually doing rather than what they are in that particular moment, right? In yeah. that example that that I got from this book online. It, where is it? Uh, discrediting a scientist's research because they once wore a funny hat, right? It's, it's probably gone on somewhere. It's probably gone on somewhere, you know? Yeah. We are more inclined, therefore, to listen to the scientist's research and acknowledge that his hat is stupid. But if we are aware of the ad hominem properties in this scenario, we are better equipped to focus on the legitimacy of whatever it is that's being discussed at that moment. And Trumpington, uh, you know, the the the, Trumpington. the, the melty-faced orange sack of dicks that he is. Um, <laughs> the disqualified like, Teletubby. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna back up that as well by saying I actually have a good point on Trump's refusal to adhere to logical fallacies in this particular. There is a there is a a good point uh, that I would like to make about this. But Trump is infamous. You section quicker. <laughs> if section meant um, no, that was going to be far too graphic. <laughs> <laughs> And how many pieces? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That was, um, that was, I'll tell you after. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but, like, if you if you look at uh, uh, even something like Trump's nicknames for people, Sleepy Joe, Crooked Hillary, uh, and all of these kinds of things, mm -hmm. because all of his fans, therefore, are seeing the appeal to emotion connection of somebody they love, the ad hominem as such that they these these other people are immediately discredited as a result. Oh, here we go. I have heard of a few high-end call girls hosts that played their way through universities that way. Does yes, yes, it absolutely does. Awesome. That's a great example in that way. Nice. That's a great example of of the uh, of of the ad hominem practices at work in uh, people using these kind of uh, easy, easily accessible routes to money in order to facilitate them doing other things, being other things, going to other places. Yeah. You know, it's that's a great example of that way. Let me let me scroll through and find uh, 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 the the good one for for Trumpington. Um, Timothy uh, Trumpington. Timothy Trumpington. There it is. It's called um. It's called a uh, a, a false dilemma fallacy. A false dilemma fallacy, mm -hmm. presenting only two options as if they're the only ones, forcing a yeah. false choice. You know when you see it in um, in stories of a Sherlockian nature, this type of practice, to the best of my knowledge, hasn't appeared in the Sherlock Holmes canon. But of of detective fiction in general, you know, you're either with us or against us. Yeah, there's there's so much more grey area in the middle, so much more grey area in the middle that exists in in that scenario. And like, like I've spoken about parents using using this kind of fallacy before. Like, if you want your children to brush it to brush their teeth, for example, you say, "Are you going to brush your teeth after you finish your show? Or are you doing it now?" <laughs> that's a you good know, one though it's it's a great I'll one do it now. it's i'll go do it now <laughs> <What's the show? laughs> it's 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 a great one it's a great one in that yeah, scenario yeah. but this the in presenting those two options it depends on how you present it because the either the, the 
you're either with us or you're against us. You know, a false, what was it? A false conclusion, a false dilemma fallacy mm. is such that it's very confrontational. Uh, and it's it's very Milgram-esque in, in, in that scenario that it requires the other person to submit to the strength of that kind of uh, 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 ultimatum, right? Yeah. You, <laughs> you're either buying me one drink or you're buying me two. I'm not buying you any, <laughs> sod off. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it's not happening. <laughs> right? It was, it was like... Um, you, you you get you get it a lot in door work the the kind of insults right <laughs> either either I, I'm I'm going to take you outside and knock you out or I'm going to do it here then you would go <laughs> okay let's get Google Maps out let's let's sort the location <laughs> and and, that, and that's the thing when when you as as the doorman your job is to maintain a professional control of that scenario mm. if you enter into that whole kind of world that this false dilemma is being presented, violence is on the cards. Then you've accepted yeah. that. Cool. We're, we're gonna we're gonna duke it out uh, at that particular scenario. But most of the time, yeah. if you if you are just yeah, don't want no part of it. Don't want no. Don't want, the the person <laughs> then in that scenario has resided themselves to two, to two choices, and ignored themselves a middle ground. So if I, in this particular yeah. scenario, stay where I am, they now have presented a false dilemma of either listening to me or being removed <laughs> and acquiescing <Yeah. laughs> to, that, to that kind of false dilemma. And the, the, the good one that I wanted to mention of, of, uh, of Senior Trumpington, um, <clears throat> who needs to hire a better makeup artist. Have you seen the... the, the no. Uh, he's, he's, he's a Jim Henson production isn't he donald trump if it were held too close to the an open company are amazing that lucasfilm yeah, did a fantastic job making <laughs> <laughs> i always i always remember colin mockery from uh, from uh whose line is it anyway i nearly said from mock the week i was like nope it's not from mock the week um <laughs> colin mockery from whose line is it anyway <laughs> on one of their shows uh, uh when drew carey was presenting he was like do you want to see my impression of donald trump <laughs> But anyway, just just to prove that you know, uh, I I can say something nice about him. There was an interview. I don't know. I don't know. The, I, I don't know the context for the interview, where it was, or who was interviewing. It was it was a lady was interviewing him for whatever reason, and they're talking. Yeah. That she's talking to him about the war in. Um, I was sorry. I was reading T.S.'s comment. I'll get to that in a sec. Um, uh, she was talking about the war in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, and and she was like, uh, "Will you, will you, uh, you know, uh, go out and say that the the war is bad? What Russia is doing is wrong." And, he, and then he says, "Like, if if I became president, I, I'd have this war, this war sorted in twenty four hours. I just want it all to stop from both sides." And whatnot. And she's like, "No, no. Will you, will you, like, commit to what Russia is doing is wrong?" And he goes, "Like, I just want people to stop dying." And, and like, yeah. she's trying to force a polar opposite reaction of taking one side or the other. And I'll debag saying, "It's not about that. People are dying on both sides. I want that to stop." Very fair. Like, exactly. Very, what? Very anti-trump of him <laughs> right right yeah let's let's put all the other heinous bullshit to one side for a second yeah. and just that it particular bit it was like it was a yeah. great it was a great example of knowing that there are more choices to this apparent false dilemma conclusion and in knowing yeah. that you are therefore better equipped to examine it it, it is like you see it a lot in legal cases and, and legal precedents i'm sure it's probably happened on tv as well somewhere where the the line of questioning from who's whoever's cross examining who at what, that particular stage goes out, and the 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 witness goes well, it's not as simple as that, and the the cross exam well, it's a simple yes or no question. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> there are details in that scenario. They're forcing the false dilemma to try and put the witness in a box to present an opinion, right? Yeah. And, and the system 
forces them to answer yes or no in that particular scenario. If they stick to their guns of, well, there is more nuance to this question, there is a possibility that they'll end up in contempt of court of some way because they're not willing to yeah. adhere to the practice of... of you know the 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 the, the show of court that's in that scenario. <laughs> um, what was that line from Law Abiding Citizen? It's not what you know; it's what you can prove in court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very true. Very true. Let's have a listen. Yeah. Hang on. Out, outside, lead the way. Uh, and then you have the chance to bolt as you slam the door behind you. Boom! Yeah, dead right. Yeah, yeah. D- dead right in that scenario, Perfect. and that's 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 all we're really doing in this now. There are there are one or two in here that that come back to the concept of circular reasoning, and whereas circular reasoning is a popular logical fallacy to make yourself aware of, we're not going into that because that directly then connects to appeals to emotion because the circular reasoning is one that gets argued over in the trans debate, right? Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> This ain't about that. This is about learning about logical fallacies and how to navigate the discussions around them. So in order to mitigate that whole firestorm from every side, we ain't going to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> we um, that shit down. So the next one is a, uh, a bandwagon fallacy. This fallacy bandwagon. assumes... Uh, this, this Well, this, this, <laughs> this fallacy assumes something must be true or good because many people believe in it. Think of following trends just because everyone else is, or buying a product solely because it's popular, not necessarily based on its merits. Ah. So you think about it. You're just following the mainstream, as it were. Yeah. How else do salespeople around the world uh, 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 get their toys sold? Yeah. They they appeal 100%. to the band they appeal to the bandwagon fallacy yeah. in children, and like if you think about it from a, a Sherlockian perspective, all of the obscure things that he reads about and experiments with, and the questions he gets about the abnormal practices in that way. This is how you you detect and solve crime, and what are you why are you doing all of this? Yeah. Uh, Sherlock, and that's he's lauded as some kind of nutter yeah. in that in that particular way until it's time for him to be used in, in that scenario. Yeah. And so, the bandwagon fallacy is is something that we can use to understand people's capacity. Excuse me, people's capacity for, and 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 it sounds like quite an arrogant term. I don't mean it in an arrogant way. People's capacity for free thinking. In that way, mm. it is like, you know, if you said to somebody, um, uh, "What was a what? What was a recently hated film that's come out?" Aquaman. Um, Maddie's oh yeah, Maddie's just Maddie's one, yeah. just given that from the side. My brain just immediately went, "I've got nothing. No films exist. I'm playing yeah. nothing. Nothing happened." <laughs> Aquaman, <laughs> right? Recently hated. Yeah. In that scenario. When you look at its contrasting uh, uh, kind of publications compared to the Marvels, the Marvels bombed, worst thing in history for, oh my God, it's so awful. Rotten Tomatoes have eaten the Rotten Tomatoes and thrown up all over the Marvels <laughs> and all this kind of thing that popped out. Whereas It's growing new tomatoes. It's growing new tomatoes. Whereas Aquaman, <laughs> as, as I understand it, when they did the same run at the sim at the, the cinema, there you go, at the cinema. <laughs> in the cinema. World, in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> that when cinema, they did the same cinema. run at the cinema, um, Aquaman was way behind the Marvels in in terms of money. Yeah, they've made they've yeah. made a lot of money uh, uh, since it's gone uh, global afterwards, and I, I lost the figures on the back of it. But the bandwagon fallacy is such that adding fuel to the fire of people hating Marvel products, but be, uh, that particular Marvel product, but because nobody was really publicizing the, the Aquaman franchise anyway in that situation, nobody could get on board. Right? Yeah. Why is that? Because they tried... My, I'm, say, I'm about to say this like it's certain. I don't know if it's certain. Just 100% my opinion on it. That's all. Yeah. Um, because they were trying to back away from uh, uh, AH. Yeah, that's very true. Right. Like, it, it, 
it, I was going to say, kind of like a, I always felt like the Amber Heard situation and that drama overshadowed uh, the film itself. And it became more that it wasn't necessarily about, oh, what's going to be in this film and what's going to do? What's the plot going to be? Uh, are they going to have such and such return? They're gonna, and it wasn't that. It was, is, is Amber Heard going to be in it for more it? than five minutes? Yeah. Is she yeah. going to die in it? Well, you know, a secondary character. And she's almost, in a way, the unpopular star of it. Yeah. Exactly. Just a whole load of yeah, massive distraction. So, and, and this is what we're talking about in terms of the, the, the bandwagon practices. If you think, like, who wins in a fight? Nobody wins in a fight. Somebody might walk away, but, like, nobody wins in a fight. Mm. And yet, yeah. a, this is a practice. Exactly. This is a practice I'm about to cite from, from British schools. I imagine it's fairly similar around the world, but I, I know it's popular in the UK in that when when a fight kicks off, you got the fight, 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 and crowds get gathering around to see something that nobody wants to see. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And if you just, just just to stop them and go, okay, why are you watching when your face is doing this? Why are you not helping yeah. if you don't want your yeah. friend to get a punch in the face? In, in that sort of why, are, like it's 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 a connection to the bystander effect in that scenario. But this is a fallacy of of thinking that happens in here. I'm going to go and see what's happening because everyone else is doing it. It must be yeah. good. It must be interesting. It must be bad. Whatever it is, you know. Yeah. I think it's like a salt burn. Oh, the, it's full of controversy after that came mm. out as well. It's an artsy film as well. It's not necessarily going to hit everybody's radar. Yet yeah. everyone has now seen it because mm. of, uh, of of certain scenes in it. And it's like people have gone out of their way now to watch it, mm. to see those scenes. Mm. And then they come back and talk about it. Like, oh, yeah, that was fucking disgusting. Yeah, but yeah. you went out to choose to watch it. To come back and say that you didn't like watching it, <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? It's just like, well, exactly. if you if you knew you weren't going to like that, and you'd heard about it, mm. and then you went to watch it to see it, <laughs> you can't you can't be blamed that you saw it. <laughs> like, does does the does the Saw franchise work if it is less graphic? Absolutely not. <laughs> graphic with a plot <laughs> exactly plot is graphic yeah. exactly and like if if you think about kind of uh, uh the, the nature of the lone detective the lone genius that's capable of doing anything whether you're looking at sherlock yeah. holmes psych the mentalist uh, uh poirot you know anyone in in that scenario when they yeah. have these kind of uh, uh, series of run-of-the-mill human moments like the the reason a, a lot of people fell off a lot of Sherlockians fell off from enjoying elementary is because at times it became the joan watson show right and uh, you you, you yeah. stop looking at it for what you appreciate of detective fiction mm. and you start looking at it as a sherlock show and you lose the significance of of the watson character at that particular stage and what they're doing and why they're doing it and you can't really appreciate it because this bandwagon connection towards sherlockian purity is is exists and i've i've fully recanted yeah. my opinion uh, on on elementary like when i when i first watched the season i was like ah, it's just shit uh, it's 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 a good Sherlock stuck in a shit show, and whereas I still yeah. stand by the 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 the, the kind of tweaking of po storyline points unnecessarily, destroying of stock yeah. characters unnecessarily, the whole thing as a result has grown on me, has grown on me. Okay. But that's yeah. that's a that's a side note. This is different examples of yeah. bandwagoning in that way, right? Um, I suppose that's that's a good example of of seeing what happens if you. Don't do that. There's benefits to it, isn't there? You hmm. may not have discovered it was uh, to your liking had you just left it uh, where you left it when you had hmm. that opinion. Instead, you sort of carried on with it and formed a better opinion of it, I suppose, haven't you? You've got to more that, from it now. To that end, is you, you, you've you got a Samsung phone, haven't you? 
Is is your Samsung the newest one? No, God no. Why? Why? This this, this should have died with the dinosaurs. That's how <laughs> new it is. <laughs> exactly, but like if you were to try and say why, it might come back to well money or whatnot. But so if money isn't a problem, right, in this hypothetical yeah. world, would you have the newest Samsung? Uh, probably not. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, but, but yeah. we know then, we know then, this is what I'm saying earlier in terms of uh, capacity for free thought, the, the the nature of new shiny tech, it's now got a 673 megapixel camera with four lenses and it will butter your toast for you. Like, <laughs> that that type of thing doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Right, which t- which shows how you choose to spend your disposable income, which shows what you're interested in, which shows, which shows, which shows, which shows, which shows. This bandwagon yeah. and uh, this bandwagon fallacy is illuminating when you know it exists because you're better equipped to separate where people choose to push their disposable interest, their disposable money, their disposable time, you know, in that kind of way, disposable time and money for the Saltburn reference in this particular scenario, right? There are those, like, if you were to look at tattoos, I personally think all of my tattoos are fucking awesome. I am biased and whatnot, but Maddie knows that most of my tattoos are quality. There's one or two that that, that she doesn't particularly like in terms of quality, not in terms of the design in that way, but I push a lot of my my disposable towards that because I'm kind of invested in it. Whereas my entire ensemble that I'm wearing, right? If you discount the AirPods, my entire ensemble costs 15 quid. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah. That's that's where my interest is. I don't need the newest yeah. clothes, T-shirts, and this kind of thing. All of that yeah, bandwagon yeah. fallacy from advertising uh, clothes in that scenario has never appealed to me. I, yeah. I, t- I take I a very richer approach. I, Go on. Designer stuff, is ne- I've never truly understood mm. designer stuff because you don't see the label on, on clothes. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you've just got something that was similar, mm. uh, I, I would assume the effect has been achieved the label is something you know you have yeah but you're where you're you're wearing it to let people know that you might have it yeah. <laughs> it just it just it's never made sense it, it must mean yeah. much more in someone's head to someone knowing that they have it rather than be to other people yet it's worn for other people than yeah. it is more for you <laughs> Precisely. It's a weird one, isn't it? Precisely, yeah. and this is this is this is like the the kind of conclusion of the whole premise. Yes, we've gone through three, but there are mm-hmm. there are hundreds you can look at, and there's 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 research and books and all of this kind of thing. If you want to come and train with me, we'll go over the whole practice as well. But what we're saying with this is that really, when it comes to your capacity to be influenced. Knowledge is power in that way. Knowledge is power. Like, if you put anything Sherlock, Deadpool, or or Cookie, as in my cookie, related onto anything, I will buy it, love it, treasure it forever. Forever. In in that way. But, like, if you put, I don't know, who's a well-loved fictional character, if you put uh, Harry Potter on it, I couldn't. I couldn't care less. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't mean anything to me in in that scenario. That knowledge is power. When it comes to examining the way that people adhere to logical fallacies or don't, the more equipped you are to how you adhere to logical fallacies or you don't. Neuroscience dictates that we can't completely turn off our biases, so you will be at risk of some of these having influence over your life. It is just what you do with those particular practices in that particular scenario. So the more you know, the more equipped you are to mitigate their effects on you or the people around you, or the more equipped you are to have insight into the effects that these kind of things are having on the people around you as well. So yeah, yeah. Closing thoughts, dude. What do you what, what's the what's the parting opinion 
thought, feeling, noise that you want I to think, leave people with? Um, that uh, if 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 we do end up going uh, to war, we should be called the fallacies. If we if we have to arm together to create some sort of core SWAT group, uh, <laughs> that's that's that I think is what we're going for there. Because I just want to, if you could use your distraction techniques so I can run away. Basically, we'll use the same method if we get caught by the enemy as we did leaving Devon when you got taken by the copper <laughs> and I can make it a grand run. I've, I've, got, the plan, I've got the three-point plan down. We're, we're good to go. Uh, I, think we'll, I think we'll be okay. I'm going to set up a board outside now and get the BB gun out and do some practicing. <laughs> I shot a squirrel. <laughs> I shot a neighbor. Oh, no. Um, but it's 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 that uh, it's that line from Pirates of the Caribbean. We shall engage in that most noblest of pirate traditions. We shall fight to run away. To run away. <laughs> <laughs> we end up in the cool. middle of a whirlpool. <laughs> oh, can you imagine, Maelstrom? Uh, so yeah, oh with that, that in mind, guys, we're going to love you and leave you mostly, so I can I can I can just I can go and not have to talk anymore. <laughs> Because it's not working. It's just not working anymore. Oh, mate. Get to bed. Get to bed. (laughs) Andy, you